I have tried to treat you all as adults, but obviously I am the only adult here. Number one, inverted penis. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike on the mic. Crawford, what's up, buddy? How's it going? <laughs> what up, my guy? How you doing? It's looking a little rough over here. I'm not going to see you, but... Oh, me too, dude. Yeah. I'm scraggly, but it's only because we're about to go on vacation and it's about to be my wife's birthday, so I'm like, I'm going to get cleaned up proper this weekend before we go. I'm going to go shout out to my boy, Blake the Barber. I'm going to go see him on uh, Sunday. Saturday? Shout Saturday. Blake the Barber, man. Blake the Barber. Not to be confused with Benny the Butcher. Very different. Very different. <laughs> Unless Blake wants to butcher people, I'm not a, I'm not a blast. I mean, I'm not totally against that. Mm, I don't know. Depends who it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. So do uh, I wanted to talk to you about something. Do you remember when I was like, hey, for the, the cheat day of pain, we went to the racetrack and I coughed something up and I was like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. So... Little backstory is I had something in my throat. I was drinking like a frozen lemonade and I coughed something up and it was a, like a weird, it was hard, but it had a little bit of give to it and it looked like a rock, but I wasn't sure what it was. It was definitely something exotic. Not It was something foreign, not, you know, not supposed to be in my body. So I'm bringing this up to tell you that I think that was lodged in my sinuses all these years, I think it may have been a piece of metal, like a piece from like a job site or something like that, that was lodged in my sinuses because since that has come up, like I can breathe better and like it was one of those things where I got a sinus infection and it kind of like everything finally came out for the first time in a long time. And then it was like, oh, my throat hurt, but I thought it was just like, you know, I was coughing up a little bit of blood here and there, but I was like, oh, it's just like, irritated it's like rubbing the top of a scab you know that's just you know price of doing business but then that thing came out and it was like hey bob's your uncle like things are just better now like my throat's much clearer my sinuses i can still breathe like i have bad allergies but or my allergies can get a little rough but other than that like i think something has been lodged in my sinuses for almost a decade or a decade or something like that and it finally came out Still should have seen a doctor with yourself. No, I think the moral of the story is don't go to the doctor. Like, you'll be fine eventually. No, no, no. That's not the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't waste (laughs) your time or your money or go see those kooks. No, no, no. People don't listen to this guy. They're just going to give you antibiotics and send you home. They they don't know what they don't work. No, they don't. Not to clear out metal in your sinuses. Like they don't do a good enough job. <laughs> so it's not even I don't think it's worth it going for stupid shit. Because you're assuming that it was metal in your sinuses. You don't have any proof of that, bro. I do have proof. I coughed it up and touched it for about five minutes. And I'm pretty sure, like, after thinking about it, like it was hard but had a little give. Yeah, that's aluminum. And being around aluminum studs and all that kind of stuff, like on job sites forever. I, it could easily have been that. It could have been that. I'm not saying it couldn't have been, but there's no facts to this. All right, all right. This is just all conjecture. Is this the fucking dinosaur argument all over again? We got to bring this bullshit we're, up? We're not going to bring it up. We are going to bring it up right also, now because the that's, people that's need to know. Conjecture. Because there's, we got a lot of new people listening and watching, Mike. So thank then you to answer, everybody. Answer me this. Have you ever seen a dinosaur? You, no. yourself, have you ever seen a dinosaur? I have not. Okay, then. So what is, there's nothing to argue about. I also mm-hmm. haven't seen uh shark. I know those are real. You've seen a shark before. I have not seen you a shark face-to-face. Face. I have not no, seen not a shark face-to-face. Face, but face. you've been outside the water and seen a shark in the water, fin up in the water. Like, mm-hmm. you've seen that. You, you yeah. know they exist. Okay. Well, there's a lot of exotic animals that I've never seen that I know exist. Well, Some of which you, are extinct. 
but we like some of which I remember some that there are certain extinct. endangered species that I like one or two of them died when I was a kid and like became extinct. And it was a thing that we were taught about in school. You're talking about like a cuckoo bird or something like that. Guess what? You can still find video of that somewhere. Show me the video of a dinosaur. It's like, on Apple TV plus one. right now. It's called prehistoric mm-hmm. planet. You motherfucker. Mm-hmm. There weren't even cameras. So that's not real. Okay. It's reenactment though. You know, like reenactment reenactment. Hey, I listen, myself I've never been to the La Brea to. tar pits, but I hear that there's dinosaur bones there. What if if we go when you come to Cali, we're gonna go. What why are you rolling your eyes about dinosaur bones? I'm not rolling my eyes because I'm a grown man and I don't roll my eyes. I'm just gonna like look up in the sky because there's a place where there's dinosaur bones just there and nobody found them yet. There are people that do this for a living, yes. and yet you on our podcast can tell me that there are dinosaurs somewhere that these archaeologists haven't found and dug up yet, and you think we're going to Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they've they've done it all. They found it all. Maybe they haven't. I don't know. But I also know that, Or like, maybe it's make-believe. make-believe. Okay, but what about, what about like, uh, like, in ancient Egypt, when they have, like, all these tombs that they uncovered that nobody knew about, and then it was like, oh, this is a real thing. The stories about this pharaoh, ah, maybe they're true, maybe they're not true, but... That something was definitely here and did this. You have none of that when it comes to dinosaurs. People. Yeah. There were people there to bury them. Who's burying a dinosaur? Tell me who buried the Nobody. Dinosaur? They fall over and fucking decay. They fall over and decay and die. And because all of them fall over and decay and die, why? So the one. Because nobody. Were, dinosaurs aren't walking around cleaning up fucking dinosaur bones. Like humans do that. That's a weird thing that humans do is they go around and clean up old skeletons. Yeah, because there's someone that get paid. Whether it's human or animal, humans have decided they want all bones off the ground. Okay? Yes, because someone is paid to do that, and then someone right. wants to bury that person. But because that being said, all the thing. other... Ain't nobody trying to bury the dinosaur, bro. Like, exactly. No exactly. Dinosaur. Animals, dinosaurs. He wasn't nobody pet. Nobody gives a shit about bones except for humans is my point. Like, everybody else can just walk over an old skeleton and be like, yeah, that guy was fucking done. But humans have this weird thing where we don't like death, so we got to pick it up all the time. People leave rocks on the ground all the fucking time. Why can't you leave a dead carcass? Bones, fine. You know what I mean? Because you shouldn't leave a dead carcass on the ground. That's someone's family that might want to say, all right. What if it's an animal, though? You can't leave animal bones on the ground? Well, you might can, but you have to find out. So that means you're going to have to pick them up anyway. So you might as well put them somewhere. And why couldn't dinosaurs just have had nobody maintaining their carcasses? And they just eliminated, and then Earth what just I'm kept th- being okay. fucking Earth and covered them up. Where are, where are they? What do you mean, covered them up? Where are you covering them up? They were taller. With more Earth. Everybody. Not when you're dead. You're dead and decay, and the Earth grows and uses your Why body as nutrients. What? What are you talking about? Why ain't none of them live? Why I don't know, Mike. I'm not a fucking scientist. Because there's no explanation because this, this is not real. Uh, listen, buddy. Listen, I think real. we're getting into the uh, dinosaur okay. weeds here. I'm just yeah, trying to say make believe. It's not, you yeah. took us down this road. And no, you're you think dragons and dinosaurs are the same fucking thing? Dragons and dinosaurs are both make believe. So <laughs> you can believe that dinosaurs, these these huge animals who walked around and could dominate the whole earth. Like who was going to make a Tyrannosaurus Rex leave the earth? That thing couldn't. It had tiny arms. So what you dinosaurs to were built here? to be extinct if they didn't work together. And guess what? They didn't fucking work together, Mike. They didn't build a dinosaur society Bro. to where the uh, the woolly mammoth that has the trunk that can reach the high things in the trees can hook up the T Rex because the T Rex is all pissy about his tiny arms. Feels like he's got to be all bombastic sure, and shit and I'm starts sure tearing down these carn or I'm sure the T Rex had a girlfriend who probably wasn't a T Rex. So you know he got a, they got along too. Don't worry. If oh, they were alive, trust me, dude. Here they go. A T Rex was right. like Vladimir Klitschko, and then a Velociraptor is like Hayden Pantier when they were married. It was like, wow, yeah. that doesn't seem like it works, but okay. They would have figured out if they really were here. Too bad they weren't. No such thing. Mm, I don't know. We'll have dinosaur. to put a pin in that to another day. Ain't no pin in it. We ain't got to ever come back to it. You can leave it alone because there's no. It makes no logical sense. For the dinosaurs that ate plants, which we have abundance of on this earth, to be extinct. 
They have plants to eat themselves, and they have other one of them to reproduce. They sh- and no one can kill them. Your little guns. What would a gun do to a dinosaur? Dinosaurs there were like, guns when there were dinosaurs, Mike. Exactly. But even if the dinosaurs were Guns aren't the only thing that kill. Malnutrition kills, Mike. They had plants. Plant. There were dinosaurs that ate strictly plants. And we I know. Abundance of trees and plants. What happens if so they, they wandered into the earth. fucking desert? They're going to fall over and die. They ain't going to go to the desert. They're smarter than that. Oh, Duh. fuck you, Mike. You. They don't exist, but you know their IQ level. You're a real piece of shit they, for this. Because if they did exist, <laughs> they would be smart enough to know not to go to the desert, bro. Oh, oh man. I don't even know where to go from here. It's nowhere to go. They're, it's, they're just make believe. I'll tell they're you what. Right I lost my second toenail recently from that 4x4x48 four by four by challenge. Ooh, that's disgusting. Actually, it felt really good. It was both on my like second, the closest to the pinky, what would be considered like your ring finger toe or whatever uh it was like they kind of just hurt and i was like man i don't know what's going on here and then there was like the nails started to die i'm like i guess i just need to clip it when it starts coming out and then it was like one of them just like one day came off and there was like half a nail underneath already and i was like oh that's what that is oh maybe it'll be the same on the other one because it's only those two toenails that were like jacked up so that was exciting that's exciting that is as real as it gets mike Toenails. That, that doesn't sound exciting. That sounds disgusting. Oh. But I'm glad you don't have toenails. It'll okay. Go back, you live in a house. Yeah. That's the not everybody does. But that's a good thing. Um, what is your domain in your house? Is it the basement? Because you have a Absolutely. basement. A lot, not a lot of people do. I guess more people do than don't. I'm just in California. I'm not used to it. Yeah, because y'all have pools instead. Yeah, that's our underground is we fill it with water. <laughs> that's how fucking asshole Southern California is. It's like, oh, yeah, you guys use it for shelter. Uh, we use it to fill it with water and be leisurely. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Exactly. Fuck you, your basement for You ain't covered. Ain't no storms and shit coming to beautiful basement. sunny California. No need Storage. For what, for the chips and towels? No, no, no. We're good. <laughs> basement. No, Cali. Cali is a beautiful place. Well, no for Californians... Like, the dude's domain is usually the garage. Um, you know, that's just kind of... some people. Garages, your garage is pretty nice. Mm, nice it's size. actually... It's a good size. It's not, you know, in the best shape, but I'm going to work on that. I've, I actually started speaking well, it's of... it's just you. I mean, you're just going to be sitting there for, what, 30 minutes at a time? Like, not like you're trying to watch a game in there, bro. Yeah, well, I mean... I was actually trying to convince my buddy because we just started um, mudding and taping his garage. He wanted to, he had some old crappy drywall. He had some drywall or walls that didn't have any. It was just studs. So he went and threw up some drywall, and then he's like, but I've never done, like, the taping part. So using some skills that I used to have, I was like, all right, well, let's do it together. And, you know, uh, I was like, dude, he wants to take out the big tank water heater and put one of those tankless ones in. I'm like... Put a urinal right there. Like, you already got the water right there. You're in the garage. Like, you got a pool. Have people come out, run into the garage, take a piss. They don't have to go in your house. Like, that's a beautiful thing. And he's like, no. I'm like, lame. Whatever. But drywalling, like, we're doing it together. And, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's not the best at it because he's never done it. But it's like a, it's a bonding experience, and it's fun for me. I like being productive, so doing work is good. Doing work is never a bonding experience for me. Leave me out of that shit. Oh, I don't know. I will say we flipped the script though, because we went. I was uh, we had to go get materials uh, the other day, and so it's like, all right, let's hop in my car. We'll go. Do you want to go to Lowe's or Home Depot? They're both pretty close. Lowe's is a little closer. So Lowe's is just a white Home Depot. That's all it is. So we go there and <laughs> we get our stuff. And I'm like, all right, we need this. We need this. We need this. Let's roll. And uh, then we get to the register and we completely flipped the script. We went, you know, Lowe's is like, oh, okay, it's a white Home Depot. We're going to do it this other way too. So here I am in my raggedy ass jorts ready to like get down to work and then the Mexican dude's buying all the materials and everybody's like, what the fuck is going on here, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was pretty yeah. rough. It was pretty, pretty fun. 
pretty fun. But I mean, like nice working day. hard in close proximity with somebody, and like especially if you're working on the same project or have the same goal, it like it's it's the closest that you're gonna be to like being in the proverbial trenches together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. going to war together, no, I, like. I understand what you're saying. I just don't want to do actual manual work. Like, you don't have to do manual work. We're doing work right now. This isn't easy. It's fun, but no, this is this is fun. This you is know what I'm fun. saying? Like it's still work. I don't, I don't have to work to be myself. This exactly. Is natural, natural habitat, buddy. Yeah, we were actually <laughs> kind of talking, and it was something that like I just he found, you know, whatever. So if feel necessary to reiterate it but it like it's good in working and stuff like that like you know he was getting to a point where it's like man we're like 80 percent there and he's like ah that's pretty good and it's like nah man we got to do this all the way like dig deep you know like find that find that thing and then you know it's one of those things where it's like it's good to have a chip on i just don't yeah it's good well but it's it was we started talking about like you know, other people and things of that nature and, and being serious and, and, you know, not handling, not using their, uh, let's see, how do I say this? Not being conscious of their attitude because they're frustrated it's not going their way. And it's like, listen, it's good to have a chip on your shoulder, but it's not good if it weighs you down. You know what I mean? And... It, that's kind of just one of those things where that kind of conversation doesn't come up unless you're really expanding and working and letting your like you really free think when your body's concentrating on other things and that's one of the things i really well, you're really working love. for an extended period of time and you need something to talk about buddy that's great and, and eventually and you find those joking conversation to a serious conversation. but now the other thing too is is he's gonna have a skill after this you know like he's gonna be able to do this by himself and you know he worked his you ass think off. That's how easy it just transfers. Like, well, he's not going to be great at it one time, but he'll and be then, like, "Oh, I can do it myself." Well, here's the thing: when you're doing drywall like tape and mud, it's a you have to do like three different stages. You have to put it on, gotcha. sand it, put it on, sand it, put it on, sand it. So by the end of the week, when we're done. He won't be great at it, but the next time he goes to do it, or if he has to do, like, a patch in the house, it's going to be exponentially better than it would have been otherwise. Gotcha. And then if he just does that more and more, he's going to get better and better at it. Makes sense. You know sense. what I'm saying? It's fun yeah. to learn new things. I think I think we've touched oh, on it's it, funny. but I haven't really oh, asked you. I may learn you new things. When did you, when did you learn how to drive? Not when did you get your license. When did you learn how to drive? When did you start driving? Um, probably about 15. I started stealing my mom's car about 15. The very first time I tried to steal my mom's car, I was like 12. What the I fuck did we I used to call that shit? Joyriding? I didn't, yeah, I didn't successfully steal it, though. I actually, I didn't get it out the parking spot. But By the way, that's the most adorable crime of all time. Joyriding, joyriding. Like how? How can you fucking get in trouble for joyriding? It's like, mm, come on, man. That's a slap on the wrist if I ever heard one. Nah, you're right. I mean, I actually ain't even getting in trouble. So you um, tried to do it when you were twelve. That didn't yeah, go well. We, I didn't get out the parking spot. My mom had a big car, and I was, and I didn't know understand cutting the wheel and all that stuff. So. <laughs> So you didn't get caught. You just gave up. Yeah, I mean, I eventually got caught because she hit the. I hit the car in front of me and the back of me. So, <laughs> yeah, I got caught. <laughs> Somebody told, you know. But uh, oh, I ain't getting no real trouble or nothing like that. We went to project, whatever. They but then you started going me. out like consistently when you were fifteen. Yeah, then I started stealing it on a regular basis at fifteen. I even tried to steal my mom's car. When she had um, a stick shift. So, uh, funny enough, is I was going to ask, when did you learn how to drive stick? It, it, what Then, uh, like, you just taught yourself? Class. You learned on the fly? Yeah. Yeah, well, I learned. My homeboy had one, so he let us practice on his car. But I actually, the first time I actually, like, did it was, yeah, learned on the fly by myself, my mom's car. She goes Don't to drive the next day. It's like, <laughs> she's like, what the yeah, fuck? No. No damn clutch left in there when she goes to the job next day. 
I, it was kind of similar for me. I, I didn't start driving. Actually, I started driving at a very young age. Sorry. this It was a different time. It's completely fine. But it's completely true <laughs> as well. Um, we had a back road in Palmdale to an AM PM, which was like less than a mile away from the house. So, so what's the AM PM? AM, AM PM is uh, like a stop shop for Arco. It's like a gas station 7-Eleven. Oh, a gas station. Okay. It's a gas station 7-Eleven. Gotcha. Um, and so my parents would frequently shop there for like all our food. <laughs> like not all our food, but it was like... Maybe once a month, it was like we were getting milk and bread and stuff from AMBM because that's just <laughs> what it was. But every now and again, statue to limitation should be fine. Every now and again, it'd be like, hey, you want to sit on my lap and drive? Or once I got a little bit older, you know, like 10, <laughs> 11, and actually had done it a couple of times without their hands on the wheels, like, you know, dad's like, yeah, I've had a few too many, but you're pretty good at this. Here, you drive, I'll do the gas and the brake. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll cruise it in the spot. You you drive on the road. <laughs> but you still accomplished after that, right? Oh man, it was a bon- it was so much fun. It was great. It was like it's like uh that was the first version of like the Tesla, the self-driving car. It's like, hey, keep your hands at ten and two in case <laughs> shit goes sideways, but eh, it's fine. Let it go by itself. Basically, it'll get us there. Just kind of half pay attention. You'll be all right. One of the greatest times of your life as a parent. Have you ever done that with Mick? No. Or it's too early? It, it's too early. He's he's still eight. He'll be nine shortly in a couple of weeks here. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. But probably sometime soon, take him to a parking lot and let him do something like that. But the problem with me is I'm so big that, you know, there's not a whole lot of room between me and the steering wheel, I'd have to get like. You're big... so big, bro. You're not that big anymore. Like you're talking about the. Old but I'm man. still like six three, and like normal cars, it's like I'm comfortable. But if you put another fairly decent sized human on me, it's gonna get cramped real quick. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Totally. But yeah, driving stick, it was kind of similar. It was like my homie had a stick shift Honda Accord piece of shit. And it was like exact same come. Yeah, it was like, it was like an early '90s Honda Accord. <laughs> yeah. It was maroon. It was maroon. My boys was white. Shout out to my man Suggs. And uh, yeah, so we, so it was like we would just drive up and down our street. It was like go in a straight line. If it, you know, hopefully it won't get messed up. Like it was kind of like almost like it. We just upgraded from like. If you had a skateboard or a bike and it was like, oh, let me try that real quick. And you give it a couple of goes and then give it back. It kind of just, once he got a car, it was like, okay, now that's what we're, you get a couple of tries. And then if you do something that I think you're going to fuck up my thing, then you can't do it anymore, you know? So I kind of learned a little bit that way. And then for work, we were doing, we were working on the, uh, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire in it. And it was like our first, I was working at a glass company and it was our first like, foot into the studios and it was a sony studios picture so it was like at the drop of a hat we did anything they said because we wanted to keep the account it was the first time so it was like hop on it and it was like hey we they need these 20 pieces of glass cut and delivered right now and it's like the shop was supposed to close 15 minutes ago but i'm i was the guy that was like i'll do anything all the time so i was like okay i'll cut them up and i was like wait I just barely got my license like a few months ago and I I don't know how to drive a stick. And it was like, well, good thing you get to learn on a company truck and not your own car. So I drove this little shitty, the little Mazda trucks with these <laughs> and it had glass racks on it. So it extends it out on the sides and I've got this glass I've got to deliver to Culver City and I'm down by LAX. So it's, you know, it's not the easiest traffic to maneuver. And after I did a few runs, stalled out a few times, it was like, okay, I think I know how to drive stick now. And then that, like that was it. I just learned on somebody else's vehicle. <laughs> don't cost you a new clutch. Cost uh, them. When'd you learn how to swim? Because I barely can still swim. Uh, I learned swimming at a young age. My wreck had a pool, so you had to learn how to swim. Man. Yeah, mine was yeah, not. So it was kind of just a really like young age, probably like six, seven. Yeah. God, I wish. It was like I, I kind of barely half taught myself how to swim. It was like a, my buddy up the street got a pool when we were like 10. 
And then it was like we played Marco Polo. It was like three feet in the shallow ends on both sides, and in the middle it was five. And so it was like as soon as I was tall enough, it was like I didn't need to learn how to swim. I just had to do it to get away from people, and then I just never really – like I did body surfing in the ocean and stuff when I was a kid, but that's not really swimming. That's catching a wave, you know? Body surfing. Like I'm not really good at swimming still, so I don't know. You weren't scared to do that. That sounds scary. With sharks in the water. Well, I almost drowned, but I've already told that story a couple of times, I think. (laughs) Oh, anyway, other fun I wish stuff. Wish almost got eaten by a shark story. Well, speaking of scary things to other people, uh, I did stand up again on Sunday at uh, Liquid Zoo. Shout out to whoever was at Liquid Zoo. That was a lot of fun. Um, the Liquid Zoo. I sound like a place that I probably won't have fun at, but I'd go. It's exactly. It's for drunk animals. It's a dive bar for drunk animals. It's <laughs> appropriately named. Um, but the interesting part about it was I got there. You got to get, it's just an open mic. So it's anybody can go, go sign up and I go to sit by the bar to go over my notes, start writing stuff out, whatever. So I'm sitting caddy corner to what is apparently I pick up on a first date and (laughs) it seems to be going okay. There's probably this like seven chick with like a five and a half dude and um the guy's a little bit bigger so he kind of is doing the compensation thing with being super sweet and you know like playing that role it's all good all good he's playing his game so i'm kind of in and out of my notes and like i can they're speaking loud enough to where i can hear them i'm not trying to eavesdrop even though i would have if i had to because it was interesting So they're kind of like, I don't know, like they're trying to decide, number one, if they're going to keep the date going, and number two, if they're going to stay here or go somewhere else, if they do decide to hang. And they're they're kind of mixing all of those things into the same conversation, so it gets a little muddied. And so the guy's just like, listen, uh, she's kind of like, I don't really want to go anywhere else. Like, if we are going to keep this going, like, let's just hang here. So if you're cool with that, then let's hang. And so he gets up and he's like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Like, as if you're cool as soon as I get back, like, we'll just stay here. So I'm like, all right, cool. So she goes and she's like on her phone or whatever. He gets back. And apparently as soon as, like, she decided that they were officially going to be on their date now, she immediately goes into talking about how her ex-boyfriend used to physically abuse her. And, <laughs> like... But she couldn't stay away. Like, yeah, I just, you know, I just kept letting him back in my life. And then eventually it was just like, you know, it got really bad. And he was, like, beating the shit out of me to the point where, like, she kind of stops for a couple minutes. Like, okay, it's your turn. He's just kind of like, I give it to the guy because he had the best response. He's just like, well, I never had any exes as crazy as that. Just like, what the fuck am I going to say to you, you dumb bitch? God, you don't tell somebody that on a first date. And mind you, mind you, here's the thing that just caught me off guard. After about a minute or two of this chick divulging something that nobody should really know until they know you, (laughs) my man, I look over, he starts rubbing her leg for comfort, but kind (laughs) of like also being sexual about it. I'm like, this is not the right time, man. Let her be vulnerable. Catch her. That's the the perfect time, my friend. Bro. He's just like, oh, we're getting another drink in you, and we're getting the fuck out of here, girl. (laughs) Oh, shit. He's probably not going to call her after that, though, because he's going to remember those stories about the ex. No, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. Is this chick is obviously going to go back to this abusive piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> at some point like it's you know she's she's like saying it to this guy's face like basically guy. i'm trying the nice guy thing <laughs> but i'm gonna go back to what i need you know what i think i need exactly why my guy is trying to finish that deal so here on the listen same night, my she's dude. like that's why i'm out with you you're not gonna hurt me like that guy's gonna hurt me I, all i'm saying is <laughs> at least throw that dude a courtesy bone you know what i'm saying what? 
give that guy a courtesy bone. You're never going to talk to this motherfucker again. Like, she is just <laughs> using this guy to feel better about ge- men in general. And then when this piece of shit starts being sweet again and those two things meet up, she falls back into the hole. The floor drops to the fucking booby trap. She's gone. But here's the thing. Don't give this guy a courtesy bone like, you're lucky to be with me. Bone this guy like the guy that smacks you. You know what I'm saying? Like, give him the good shit. Give him that rowdy sex. You know? The guy that treats you like a piece of garbage, like, you give him all your tricks, hook up homie that's rubbing your leg when you're talking about uh, being vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Hey, yo. Fucking put it down for this man. Yo, that is too funny, bro. That is way too funny. Oh, shout out to that couple though. Everybody's gonna get what they wanted. For hey, them. I hope I see him back at Liquid Zoo this fucking next week, and I'll, I'll you will fucking not see her with that. You will not see her with that same guy. If I see her with a black you. eye and a smile, I'll know that her boyfriend's <laughs> back. <laughs> Yo, you. I know Yo. I'm fucking terrible. What if she there, What if she's there next week with the boyfriend? That's what I'm saying. I'll just be like, oh hey, heard about you. <laughs> there's no way I wouldn't fucking address it when I got up to the stage though there's no fucking way I wouldn't address it he, I mean not, you can't address it if you like some big Hurley dude because he might kick your ass though. fuck so, that that's the time to bring it up I mean after the show it might try and beat my ass but you know whatever yeah but you watch your jokes man you don't want him to leave some dude try to beat you, meet you see but here's the bro. thing about me in comedy like, a lot of people say, like, I want to make people laugh. I, I think most people want to get people to laugh. I want to get so fucking good at it that I can make people that don't want to laugh, laugh. That's my goal. And so I want to be able to get myself... In, my favorite thing is to get myself in a situation that I shouldn't be able to get out of and get out of it clean. And I can do that with words, but I got to get the skills down. So that type of situation I have to be comfortable with. And if I need to avoid an ass beating or two, you know, price of doing business. The chances of the guy being bigger than you are about 35, 65, because you're a pretty big dude. Well, I may not look like much now, but I'm drinking milk. So so you got a shot, man. I don't know, man. You sitting down, but you're about 6'3", 240, so. What? You're not 240 anymore. You're probably like 192. I think I'm down to 195 because the lowest I got was one. I was 177. I was 177 when I did the 30 days of pain, and then like as of the Friday or Saturday, the sixth after May 30th, all the way up until like a couple days ago, I was like 202. So I was 25 pounds heavy, and then I weighed myself today, and I was like 194. So I'm like, all right. All right, all right. Yeah, you're like skinny Brendan now. You're not 240 Brendan anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm trying to I'm trying to hit that 185 pocket that, you know, tight end stature. Cause it, you, you should know, go try out for, like, the arena league. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just don't. And, by the way, it may look okay, but this is, like, it's sore everywhere. It hurts. It's not great. But uh, funny enough is the time when I feel the best is when I'm exercising. Like when the thing, when all everything's moving and like getting used, everything kind of loosens up just enough to where it's like, okay, this feels fucking good. And it's kind of funny because I had this conversation with my wife, like since I quit drinking, like a lot of times people associate like, oh, well, they're just addicts. So now they're addicted to the gym, which is usually the case, usually the case. But in my like for me, going to the gym is it's a way to like get stress relief, number one. And it's like I used to wake up every single day feeling like shit. And then I like stopped drinking and started eating kind of healthy. And I was like, oh my God, I feel fantastic. And I didn't barely even <laughs> do anything. I just stopped treating my body like shit. So then I'm like, okay, what if I actually swing the pendulum the other way and start treating my body good? I'm like, oh, shit, now I feel even better. So that's what I'm addicted to is, like, feeling better, doing things that make me feel better and not feel like shit like I used to. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and for me, I love putting myself in tough positions like this 30 days of pain and all that 4 by 4 by 48 bullshit. So 
going to the gym, like I can mentally and physically test myself every single day within a 45 minute to like hour and a half period. You know what I mean? Like I could be like, I don't think I can get this next rep and be like, the fuck you can't like, you know, like, (laughs) and then do that and be like, okay, we conquered the bitch today. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, that's what I like about it anyway. You know what I like about uh, sports? A lot of shit. But, especially when people just have some good old-fashioned fucking fun. Did you see that, I forget what day it was, um, I think the Rockies were playing the Pirates, and two pitchers were playing a game of tic-tac-toe between innings on the mound. So the first pitcher goes out, the visiting team at the, you know, for first inning warm-ups, and he goes and draws a, you know, tic-tac-toe board on the mound on the side or back of the mound or whatever and he puts an x in one of the spots and so they get out of the inning next pitcher comes up he goes out for warm-ups he puts an o in a spot pitches the inning and so they did that until they got a cats game after you know four and a half innings or or (laughs) so i thought that was good just some good old-fashioned fun haven't seen that one in a while and i love that kind of shit that being said, sticking to the MLB, I have a World Series prediction for you before the All-Star break. I think Dodgers it's versus wrong. I think it's going to be a Subway Series, and I think the Mets are going to win the pennant. The whole damn thing, as Major League would say. And the whole fucking thing. I'm smoking. Yeah, I would love to take a toke off what you're passing me. Because you're the one smoking in this scenario. I'm handing it to you now, huh? Why? So I can feel comfortable with what I just said? I already do. They don't, you ain't no feeling comfortable with that. That's why you need this week. Because then you can have an excuse for that shit. Okay. What, do you really think the Mets with these broken down dudes who can't even get... You think Scherzer and them are going to hold up? Yes, because here's what's going to happen. Is they have there, monster pitching, but they don't. They're not going to score enough runs in October. Bueller, okay. Bueller, Bueller, who's hurt Bueller. right now, is going to come back. Yeah, who's hurt right now? And um, what's the other guy's name? Oh, this chick's boyfriend. Oh, Trevor Bauer. No, no, no. <laughs> That's the chick from Liquid Zoo's boyfriend. Is Trevor and Bauer? And they still got Clayton, <laughs> who they're going to put in the bullpen. But no, they have other pitchers I can't think of right now. They got Hugh, Hayu, Ryu, Hunjin Ryu. Um, they got somebody else that they just got. But it doesn't even matter who's pitching. Have you seen the lineup? Urias is pretty good. And they have Urias. That's who they have, Urias. That's what I was looking at. They do with the goggles. Yeah. I just, I, I just, listen, man. I'm not always right, but sometimes Look, on these long shots, Scherzer I'm pretty goddamn close. Are good pitchers? They ain't good pitchers going against the Dodgers with a with a DH. Mike, bro, that lineup is. I don't care who's pitching. When the they Dodgers go up against good pitching, they get rattled. If they can't hit within the first couple innings, they get rattled. That's how they've lost in the playoffs before. Everybody, Every year that everybody's like, nobody's beating the Dodgers and the Dodgers lose, it's because if they don't hit off a good pitcher in the first couple innings, it's like their mental goes way down. they didn't have Mookie. They've had Mookie two years, they won the pennant for one. Listen, exactly. Mookie is the 50. difference maker, bro. Yeah, he can Mookie be. Mookie is the difference maker. Well, and the other one, they got hurt. Mookie is the difference So maker. who do you think is going to be in the World Series? Dodgers and who? Um... Right now, I don't know in the AL because I'm not really. The Red Sox are trying to make a run, but I think the Yankees are pretty good. I don't know about their pitching. Though. I don't think their pitching is going to hold up. Yeah, Severino's going to be a tough thing to deal with if he keeps yeah. up what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah, but he, he never keeps it up for the whole season. And who do they have behind Severino? Well, they got Garrett Cole. Who got racked for the first time the other day, and they made such a big yeah, fucking got, deal out of rocked. it. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, like Tiger Woods rocked. doesn't make the cut every time. He just does ninety eight percent of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking, he's no, gonna have he a got, bad outing. <laughs> in the playoffs last year, he got rocked too. 
He got rocked in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but five home runs in one game, it's like, okay, well, normally you don't leave a pitcher in after they give up two or three, so you just left him in. Okay. And not for nothing, Yankee oh, Stadium is easy for bombs. Houston is always good, and Verlander's out. He'll be back. Houston might come up. Houston is damn always good. That sucks because they're fucking cheaters. But, but not anymore, supposedly. Like, when's the redemption story coming? As soon as Altuve's gone, he's got to be gone. I don't know if a redemption story is coming. I, I think Altuve's got to be gone because I mean, they he's got the championships. Hell, they need a redemption story for. They ain't take the championships away. Well, well. Speaking of not getting championships, this uh, PGA versus LIV is getting real saucy, man. <laughs> so <laughs> the first uh, <laughs> LIV golf tournament just went off in London, the inaugural London tournament, and Charles Schwartzel who is a, you know, he's a vet on the tour. He's, you know, a top 25 guy. Um, he made $4.75 million in four days for winning a golf <laughs> tournament. Which, mind you, this is prior to all of the heavy competition coming in because this was almost like a freebie. It was like there was like six people that could have legit won this tournament and one of them did. So it's like, <laughs> oh, this was easy pickings right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. It's interesting, though, because... The MLB uh, guys are like, bro, stu- shut up. We're tired of hearing about it. Y'all take a spotlight off us. Y'all take it away from us. And they're like, yeah, we can't stop talking about it. They're passing out money like hotcakes over there, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I kind of... It's interesting, and... Like the uh, the PGA has banned seventeen former members of the PGA Tour and is like and said outright like if anybody goes over and plays in any tournaments, not that they're all in Saudi Arabia, like that was in London. They're international tournaments; they're all over the world. Um, if anybody goes and plays, you're never allowed back. You're banned as well. And you know, some people are like, really, like. Is that what you're going to do here? And all it is at the end of the day is they don't want to be their brand associated with that money. So it's just a company decision. It's a business decision. It's nothing else than that. They just don't want their brand to be associated with no. They're know, hating. They're trying Saudi to Saudi Arabian stop money. From getting, but they're, they're also trying to stop people from getting money. Yeah. But here's the thing that the PGA. What I at first that's what I thought, which I still think that's a good portion of it. Probably two thirds of it. I mean, but it's nothing wrong with that. It is a Correct. business. But the the additional part that I heard that I liked was that whoever the PGA president, the p- person that's kicking all these people out, they had a follow up interview like this last week, and he was like, "Listen, if they want to go get the money, good for them. We just don't want them coming back. We're never going to pay somebody else for somebody to play in our tournaments, and that's how they're going to operate. We're not going to do that. And guess what?" If they get 20% of of the field, regardless of how good they are, you're only going to have that same 20% playing each other in like round-robin style tournaments. It's going to get boring as shit if they can't add in new talent. So the PGA is also holding out as, you know, we're this respectable foundation or institution that has been doing certain things certain way for a long time. People will be loyal to us and you will fizzle out in the long run. So they're yeah, taking kind they of a, a hard stand, like, they, fuck you guys, let's go they, then. You want put up your dukes, if, bitch. If they started taking names, they it would happen. That's the only thing about it, they aren't gonna take the names. They're gonna take some. They're gonna take some. But it's one the of those people things. who have names are gonna make money because they win tournaments. So they're not you know what I mean? Well, here's what's interesting is Phil Mickelson is playing in the US Open this week. Um and I'm just curious. If he's coming back to play in like a tournament or two, and then he's gonna be like, "Yeah, okay, now I'm going over to the the LIV thing, and I'm gone now." Like, I wonder if because he's just gonna be like, "Okay, let me play in the last couple tournaments I want to, and then I'm piecing out and going over there." I think probably he's he's probably gonna do that. That would be my guess. Also, my guess for the U.S. Open is I'm going heavy on Sung J M. Heavy. I gotta talk to the wife about what we can do with it. Um, Kepka's gonna win, bro. Kepka, he could. He's a bit of a head case these days, but I like Sung J M. Uh, I think Kevin Na going over to the LIV league has opened up 
a bright shining spot for an Asian competitor, and this is his time to shine. I think Kevin, he knows that. Because Kevin Nye is smart, and we're going to get this money. Maybe, maybe. And then as a backup pick, I like uh, Jordan Spieth at 28-1. to 1. I like Tiger Woods, man. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. I wouldn't put it past Victor Hovland, by the way, as just an outside. He's actually probably at like 18 to 1 or 16 to 1. Um, So he's more favored than the guys I picked. But I wouldn't be surprised if that little fuck snuck into the top three and and was there on Sunday when it mattered. So not that's just a not for nothing. Or you can burn me at the stake for making you burn money. I don't know. Oh, well, you're not burning money. Uh, we're not wiping anything off, but uh, you're going to be shaving this upcoming week. Probably weekend, yes. huh? Yes, I'll probably do it on the weekend whenever the razor gets here, man. Yeah, I'm you got your equipment on the way. You got the first half of the equipment. The second half is, is arriving shortly. Yeah I, keep, yeah, I keep a razor that will get me down, but I don't have one that will get me close. You have one that gets you down, but not one to get you tight. I like that. <laughs> I can't. Yo, you should have put your. You should have took your free eight hundred dollars, man. See if you'd have bet on those warriors. Like I told you, when they were plus eight seventy five, put your hundred on them. You'd be clearing eight seventy five tomorrow. Here's the thing. I have to honestly in my. I have long, to honestly ask myself if if the opportunity arose and you were like, fuck. All right, man, you give me 800 bucks, I'll shave myself. I would have to contemplate that. So instead of betting money and winning this, instead, like, this is a better better prize no, anyway well, you, for me. Because you still would have won this. This was just only a one-series bet. But I'm talking about when you were thinking about betting, but you were yeah. like, uh, 875 ain't worth it. Now that it's about to pay out, $875, nothing to sneeze on. That's true. But you shaving yourself and telling me about it and the world, that shit's <laughs> priceless, bro. Priceless. Oh, you still were going to win that anyway because I still was going to take the Luka bet. And if it was, it's all one game. You won this by the even though it ended in five, it's one game. If they win game two when they were up 20, woohoo, this is a whole different series. But Luka's going to get him a star and he'll be back next year, buddy. Yeah, next year's fine. Next year's fine. We'll see what happens. We'll see if Brunson's still there. He won't be. He'll be in New York probably, but we'll see. We'll find somebody. Hey, man, I got to say, listen, dude, I found my second dingleberry the other day in the shower. Like, Whoa, that's disgusting. Yeah, it was super gross. I hate it, and you know how that bothers me just because it's like I don't know how long (laughs) it was there, and that's what bothers me about it. So this weekend while you're shaving from the neck down, I'm going to shave my asshole out of solidarity so I don't get any dingleberries anymore. Because I'm with you, my brother, on everything. No Dingleberries, my guy. Shout out to no Dingleberry. All right. Dax Dingleberry is going to try and make a comeback. <laughs> we, we will make a comeback. The Dingleberry year. King. Oh. This year we will be making a comeback. What you watching these days, years. my man? Um, nothing new. Same shit. I don't have anything. Are you getting towards the end of anything or have some midseason season Reviews, either definitely check this out or definitely avoid this? Uh, I don't have anything I'm getting to the end of yet, I don't think. And I started watching Snowfall because mm-hmm. I didn't watch the season, so I just started that. So, Did you yeah. finish The the Circle? Have you been watching that? Hell no, I didn't even start it. I brought it up, but I didn't even start watching it. Oh, right, right on. Between work and other shit and sports, I haven't really been sitting to watch. But it's about, it's about to be fully summertime, so come the next couple weeks. I'll be watching a lot of shit because there'll be no more basketball on after. I think they're probably going to end it tomorrow. So I mean, well, well, I got my buddy, my buddy who's uh, an associate producer on some of these shows. He said that there's one coming out on ABC that's kind of like Big Brother that he worked on, and I think it's coming out this summer. So I'll have to ask him. I'm going to go work out with him this Friday. You might be. I think you might be talking about the the one the famous people one. Is it on already? I don't think it's a celebrity. Oh no! I thought. Oh, I thought like it's like a big. Well, it's not. It's like um, they got a whole bunch of people in there. They're supposed to be living in a house like Big Brother, and uh-huh. they're supposed to be trying to figure out who their like celebrity family member are. So 
We don't know the person that, who's actually on the maybe show. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. But he also just got yeah, done so. filming um, uh, the Ultimatum season two. Yeah, then, then that's the show then because it's the same producers. They said that on the yeah. commercials. So. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, he's – so, hey, anybody – I'll figure out what the fucking show is called. But, yeah, check that thing out. My homie worked on it. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be a good show because it's like – Famous people's like cousins and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you gotta like figure out. I guess the person who wins is the person who figures out who everybody is. Oh, dude, I gotta ask him. I'm gonna work out with him this Friday. I gotta ask him, like, if I can give any teasers on here for like the stuff because he's dumped some information to me about. Can I pay? Like, to get on these shows. Well, no, it's one of those things that were the process. I asked him about the process. He's like, I'm not involved in that crap. But, um, like. He gave me some juice on uh, Love is Blind, like the new season on that, and the ultimatum. Like, the ultimatum, like, initial twist is pretty good. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, they stir it up right off the bat. It's not like, hey, season, isn't ultimatum the first season of it? It's the first this time. The be, sh- yeah, they come out with a new one. Okay, so the new one, it's like, instead of like, hey, season one worked, let's just do that for three or four seasons, and then we'll switch it up. They're switching it up right off the bat for season two, and it's like, oh. It's instantly better already if you like it. Mm-hmm. So that's what's up. Uh, I don't know if I liked it, but I was intrigued because it's a fucking wild concept. Dude, the concept gets even wilder this next well, the time around. Part, the wildest part of the concept for me is the whole, like, you want us as males to remain friends as they are sleeping next to my, like, no, in nah. real life, like, that wouldn't happen. Like, yeah. I just don't see how men get along and I could like that not. whole no. drinking together like three days after Hell you've been no. with my girl I'm gonna try to punch your whole face off bro like I ain't even thinking about this girl that I'm shacked up with cause all I'm thinking about is the fact that you're shacked up with my girl well every time I see you all I'm gonna see is red Listen, like, it's, dude, I, it's like everybody has they go on all these dates next to each other all I'm saying is that everybody would have to sit on the floor by the time the show was over because I'd have broken all the chairs over motherfuckers by then. We, there wouldn't be one place to sit in the house. They're like, this one's metal. I don't give a fuck. And agreeing to go is one thing, but you're not going to like make me watch it or do it in front of me. Like If we agree to go, yeah, but I ain't trying to see her on no date. I'm trying to be on kiss, separate islands. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, we need to be... Like, like need I need a body of water places. between us so I know that you won't accidentally walk or run away and try and find me or something. Like, you need to not have access to me. And I need to not have access to you because if I catch something, some shit's going sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I don't go. I mean, I probably would never agree to no shit like that. No, hell no. I'd be like, but, you know what I would agree to? I'd be like, yeah, okay. And on the day, I just wouldn't show up and be like, that bitch is by herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like the concept of it, if they told me, like if they explain, truly explain the concept, there's no way I'm like, yeah, let's do that. People are like actively pursuing <laughs> it. It's insane to me. Insane. Yeah, because a lot of these people are probably not really in a place where they want to get married. It's just like for the free. Well, a lot of them are just young, and they're like, yeah, yeah. okay, cool, yeah, we'll do this. Like 24 like, or 25, and I'm idiot. like, you probably shouldn't even be signing up to get married yet anyway. So, yeah, right. go ahead and prove to yourself that you shouldn't be doing what you're about to do anyway. So 100%. 100%. So, I want you to pump the brakes on this just for a second. Let me do a quick little review. I did watch Hustle, um, the Adam Sandler joint on Netflix. And I watched it in three pieces um, because it is a fairly long movie and my time is a little crunched these days. Um, But... Watch it was okay. Overall, I want to say it was very... It was entertaining. It absolutely was entertaining. Um, The... There's a training montage sequence that's right in the heart of the movie, right in the sweet spot of, like, one hour. And I love the fact that they were on this for, like, ten minutes. It wasn't, or an extended period of time, it felt like. It wasn't just like a, oh, we're going to flash to this, we're going to flash to this, like a highlight reel. It was like, they, they stuck on it. They made you sit in it with this dude, like, fucking come on, man, like, we can't move on to the next part of the story until you get your shit together, man. So let's go. So you're like rooting for him in the heat of it. So that was extremely well done where that was timed. And the fact that they let it like, you know, they, 
they let it simmer. They let it sit. They let you feel how hard he was working um, and how hard Adam Sandler was coaching him and all this kind of like it was it was very well done in that sense and that very specific part of the movie as well. Um, that being said, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it, you know, it tailed off towards the end. So unfortunately, the middle third was the best part of the movie, which is never really a good thing sign <laughs> um so yeah i mean i i think i would give it like a seven out of ten if we were doing that uh i yeah, would recommend i would say i recommend it pretty good actor i've seen clips so dude yeah it seemed like they got somebody who could legit you know play so no no the NBA, that dude who played the role is an nba player no i know that but it was like like, even in the uh, crazy skills training montages, it's like, oh, shit, that's fucking impressive. Like, even if you only trained on doing this for the movie, like, what you're doing is fucking impressive, man. Yeah. So, like, so that being said, that being said, so that being said, I text you like, hey, do you watch Hustle or whatever? And you text back. Nah, I saw it was produced by LeBron, LeBron and Maverick, Maverick, so I cut it off. And I want to ask you first and foremost, like three to five minutes, I think it's exactly at the five minute mark actually now that I'm recalling it, is when it flashes up producers LeBron James and Maverick Carter. Is that when you cut it off? Yes. Okay, so you didn't know going, so you started it and legit was like, oh, fuck this. Turn it off. <laughs> As they're showing the airplane montage. I don't support the LeBron Maverick endeavors. Fuck that. I'm a Bulls fan. It just goes way deeper than that, buddy. So what is the deep the deep cut, Mike? Is it because I know it goes deeper they than the decision every time, and they compare him to Jordan. Like I don't want none of that shit happening. So to hell with LeBron. Dude. He's a great person, though. He See, that's the thing I don't get about you is you support yeah. him as a person because, you know, of everything he does for the black community and and the, and the leadership that he school, shows. And he shows up as a great dad. Yeah. I support all that. He's a, he's he's a great LeBron role model the, for the black community, for any community, really, but as yeah. somebody that you can call your own, he's fantastic. That being said, why you got to hate on a movie just because he produced it? That ain't got nothing to do with who he is as a person. It's just a movie. Help put more money in his pocket. Guess what I'm not going to do? Help do that. He got enough. And to hell with him because he beats the Bulls. To hell with LeBron, the basketball player. What's your deal with Maverick Carter? Because he produced the decision that was his idea? No, he's just LeBron's homie. So to hell with so him. So fuck him too? Guilty by association. <laughs> there you go, buddy. It does sound like that guy kind of runs <laughs> all the uh, shitty production entertainment ideas. Although this seemed to come together. But I read a little little back article when you're like, fuck those guys. I'm like, okay, I need to find out what Maverick Carter did. I was like, oh, this is not that bad of a guy. I don't know. Made some poor decisions like that decision, but that's about it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, all right, dude. It's been a fun episode. It's been a great week. Um, I think I'm going to see you next week. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, going to go to the Beast Coast. Uh, to see some friends and remind me to tell you this week uh, the Spotify playlist is Roddy Rich and Tina Turner and free Roddy he just got out of jail shout out to Roddy what happened to him because I just heard something that happened yesterday oh no he just got out like a couple days ago was that for the automatic weapons thing I think so he was like in New York and had an automatic weapons blah 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 yeah when you can't have guns in New York, dumbass rappers. Well, I'm not going to leak this because uh, there was some... It, it wasn't Roddy Rich, but somebody who's close to was involved in something that I was like, I wonder if this is going to make it on TV. And I haven't checked, but I'm like, huh, interesting. Okay, Roddy Rich is on the playlist this week. And Tina Turner's just a fucking badass, so there you go. Oh. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us this week and join us every week if you can. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, I'm at Brendala7. Mike is at BlackIrish213. We are at BlackIrishPod. We have fun on there. I post up whenever I'm going to go do like... I'm going to start posting when I'm going to do stand-up and crap like that. Uh, We'll post all these funny things. 
And do us a favor. Hey, yeah, we're getting we're getting trimmed up. We're getting shit. I like to call it shaded, shaved and fade, shaded, getting shaded. So we're gonna be doing that this weekend. Looking good. Um, what else was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, share, dude. We've been getting a lot more uh, listeners and viewers, whatever. Um, hit that subscribe button. I know it's silly and know it sounds stupid, but it's just because you are a fucking forgetful person and you will forget to download it. So just let your phone download it for you. And if you feel like going in and reaching in, we'll be there for you. Just like we are each and every Thursday. So be sure to share it with somebody. Even if you want to say, Hey, I really hated this thing that they said, tell somebody about it. It's fun. Open up the doors of conversation. All right. Well, Mike, I love you so much. And, uh, I can't wait to see you. I'm very excited. Love you too, my guy. Be safe out there. All right, everybody be good to each other. And until next time, peace.